Welcome to the FHE Podcast, hosted by Amy and Maddie. We are the Fruity Horny Exmos. Trigger warning, this episode contains talk of suicide, sex work, sex trafficking, abuse, castration, and other topics as well associated with the aforementioned ones. While we don't delve into these topics in detail, they are mentioned in passing and some are talked about a little more than others. We just want to give you a heads up and we hope that you're still able to enjoy our episode. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we are back. Back for a second episode of the FHE podcast. <laughs> We're excited. We're so excited. We got a really good response from our first episode. And so we thought we would try to throw everyone in the deep end a little bit more on our <laughs> second episode. Yep. So what's the topic today, Maddie? Today our topic is masturbation, folks. Hell Yeah. <laughs> so we have compiled a list of all the things yep. about masturbation mm-hmm. in the church. <laughs> we'll be comparing yeah. the worldview versus the church view. Yes. Maddie's going to go over the history of masturbation within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> Take <laughs> it away, <we> Maddie. <laughs> all right. So first off, our source is Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, Wikipedia's... It's getting more reputable. It is. But they had a really nice timeline of the history of what the church has said about it. Mm-hmm. So the first time that it was mentioned was in 1871 by a First Presidency member who told a group of church leaders that many of their young men had a masturbation habit. And this <laughs> is when they called it self-abuse or self-pollution. That was a great sin and would prevent marriage. And not only that, would lead to insanity and an early death. If they if they If did you masturbate. Masturbate. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yikes. So that's wow. cool. That's in 1871. Also, just to like head it off here, I fucking despise the label self-abuse. I know. What is, what even, why? That just <laughs> perpetuates the concept that any sexual arousal, touch, anything like that mm-hmm. is abuse or negative or yep. it's just a derogatory term. It is. When that is not Just the, the shame and guilt being pounded into you. Lol. That's what she said. But- Sorry. Anyway. 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 So then in 1883, Mm -hmm. the first presidency talked to state presidents about the, quote, self-pollution of both sexes. And this was the first time that female masturbation was mentioned. What year was this? 1883. That's actually shocking to me. I know. Then 1902, in response to... The reports of lots of students at church schools masturbating. <laughs> church president Joseph Joseph F. Smith. What a wow, guy. What a guy from um, throwback from our first episode. I know. Yeah. Did a lot of things. <laughs> he did. Um, he said that masturbation is damnable and pernicious practice. And that all top leaders should be strongly against it. And he said that leaders should instruct and warn their congregations about it. Heaven forbid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. This, yeah. This is just. <laughs> ah, I'm gonna lose my mind during this episode. I'm pretty yeah. sure. There's a just buckle just up. Just wait for it. Yeah. Because yeah. Just I just I don't understand why is it such a big deal. I know. Like why just are wait. you so <laughs> obsessed with everyone's genitals? Just leave them alone. I know. Literally. Anyway, continue. Jumping up to 1954, Spencer W. Kimball. <laughs> 
again, what a guy, Mm -hmm. published a booklet for youth titled Be Ye Clean, where he said that masturbation and a preoccupation about sex in one's thoughts was a reprehensible sin. And then, in 1958, our friend Bruce R. McConkie Mm -hmm. spoke strongly against masturbation in his Mormon doctrine, saying that it was condemned by divine edict and among the chief means the devil uses to lead souls to hell. Wow. Yikes. All right. All right. Well. So, then we're in 1964, Mm -hmm. where, once again, Spencer W. Kimball, he spoke to... BYU, and he refuted the statements of physicians <laughs> and others <laughs> to young Mormon men that masturbation was normal, natural, or necessary. Hmm. So going against what the the medical field is saying. Well, and cool. and Spencer W. Kimball is he a doctor? Yeah. What? Where's your credentials? Like buddy? I'm pretty sure he was. He worked at a bank. Yeah, or something. And was like, like a that. writer. I think I looked it up the other day. So what do you, I'm sorry, God's not giving you revelation to be like, make sure you tell those young men, don't listen to those quack doctors, yep. you know, like don't. They don't know what they're talking about. Don't abuse yourself. It's not normal. Mm-hmm. It is normal, guys. It's so fucking normal, God. It is normal. Okay. okay anyways, <laughs> anyway. We'll get heated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then in 1967, Kimball, again, <laughs> gave a general conference talk where he compared sexual sins like masturbation to the leaves and twigs of a spiritually parasitic mistletoe plant that grows with every indiscretion. Okay, number one, relax. I know. My God. <laughs> number two, do you have anything else to talk about? I know. Like, get this, over it. This just, guy's, like, obsessed. This dude needs to ya. just actually fucking masturbate. Yeah. Honestly, Spencer oh W. Kimball, I hope you masturbated <laughs> at some point and chilled the fuck out. God. I, I hope so. So then, <laughs> 1968... They were a mission president and an author in the church. Lindsay Curtis co-authored a book published by Deseret Book, which called Masturbation an Indication of Emotional Immaturity and an Unhealthy Coping Mechanism, which can cause psychological damage. The book further stated that it stems from loneliness, low self-esteem, and poor self-control. But don't worry, because the habit can be broken by fasting, prayer, and staying busy. Just stay busy, guys. Yeah. You'll just never, ever touch yourself. That's hilarious. If you constantly take up your mind, your energy, your time, your space with meaningless tasks, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you could just fucking jerk off and get over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Okay. And it's just going to get worse? Yeah. There's... Great. There's okay. some worse Perfect. ones. Okay. We're back on Kimball, our friend. In 1969... In the nice. mic- in the miracle of forgiveness, <laughs> his uh-huh. which don't don't you worry we're gonna do a book. full episode about the goddamn miracle of forgiveness. Yeah, we will. So don't worry. But in it, it's Kimball stated that ancient and modern prophets condemn masturbation and that it shows slavery to the flesh. Oh my God. <laughs> he, <laughs> you know, I gotta give it to him. He's a good writer. He is a good writer. Very you know, descriptive. He is very descriptive. You're right. He certainly knows how to paint a picture with his words. Yeah. Slavery to the flesh. Wow. What a, what a callous use of the word slavery. (laughs) I'm just going to say. Interesting. Anyway, Mm -hmm. 
That's a topic for another day, but okay, 1970, in a missionary guide, a section was included called Steps to Overcome Masturbation, written by Mark E. Peterson, an apostle. So this packet recommended exercise, Mm. keeping a Book of Mormon held in hand at night, limiting time in the bathroom, and praying for help to stop masturbating. Mm. (laughs) That's hilarious. So, guys, just go exercise. Hold a Book of Mormon in your hand at night. What you also have, you have two hands. I'm assuming the you know the person that they're talking to has two hands. Are, are you supposed to hold a book of Mormon in each fucking hand? I don't know. And also, are you supposed to sleep with it? I Just don't like, understand. You know, have you? Um, I think I've told you about this game called Edward Forty Hands, where oh, yeah. you tape forties <laughs> to both of your hands. Yeah. It's like that, but you just tape a Book of Mormon to each (laughs) hand, and you can't take it off until you wake up and you haven't masturbated, I guess. I guess. And also limiting time in the bathroom. Sometimes you got to go. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yikes. Okay. And then 1976. This was one of the lengthiest public discussions of masturbation Hmm. by guess who? Spencer W. Kimball? No, it was actually Boyd K. Packer. But oh. good guess. Okay. Uh, listen, they all honestly are the same person to me at this point yeah. after leaving the church. Honestly, like, that's You're fair. All I can't keep old white them. guys, so yeah. whatever. <laughs> anyway, so this was also a general conference address to young men only, it says. Oh, this is the little factory talk. So. I don't know if, if I know that term. It's a euphemism to discuss male pre- reproductive organs. And it warns young men not to tamper with the factory, lest it speed up and become a guilt and depression inducing habit that is not easy to resist. He gave vigorous exercise, once again, as mm-hmm. a method to help control thoughts and break the habit of masturbation, since it's a transgression that is not pleasing to the Lord. And yeah, I've heard about this talk. I've never read it because I don't think they have it up anymore. I bet they don't. But it was distributed by the church from 1980 to 2016. Yikes. So, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, All cool. right. And then, okay, now we're back to... Spencer. Spencer W. Campbell. <laughs> 1980, he gave an address calling masturbation a reprehensible sin again. Mm-hmm. Yikes. And this one is not great. So 1981. Okay, I'm, I'm buckling in. Listen, the 1980s were a wild time. Mm-hmm. So 1981, a manual for bishops <laughs> on attempting to, quote, cure homosexual LDS cool. people mm. was released. <laughs> <laughs> um, it listed masturbation as a cause of homosexuality. Oh. And mm. contained steps on how leaders can help those in their congregations stop masturbating. Because heaven forbid someone's gay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So cool, cool, cool. Um, some of the steps that they were given were asking them when, where, and how often they masturbate. That's so fucking weird. And having them break off friendships with other people who also masturbate. Other ideas included reading church books, praying, fasting, serving others, regular accountability with the bishop. Let me just pause for a fact. (laughs) (laughs) Developing healthy coping mechanisms for stress and loneliness and exercising. Wow, they just really think exercising will Will solve everything. Will solve your normal sexual urges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Wow, that's pretty rough. I know. Yikes. Uh, that's just yeah. the the title of this episode should just be f- yikes. God damn. That's a good idea. Yikes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So then also in 1981, church leaders funded the writing of a book on sexuality and sent every bishop and stake president a copy. 
The book was written by Church Welfare Services Director Victor L. Brown Jr. and stated that habitual masturbation will cause social emotional isolation and erotic obsession. What? So you'll be isolated <laughs> if you masturbate. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, wow. moving on. Yep. Let's just keep keep it rolling. We're, yep, we're just flying through here. So in 1983, an LDS psychiatrist paid a death malpractice settlement for prescribing that his patient, who was 16, abstain from masturbation as directed by his bishop. This allegedly contributed to the patient's shame-induced suicide in 1982 over his inability to stop masturbating as recorded in his journal. That's actually horrifying. Yeah. The shame and guilt that comes alongside being a member in the church who has normal sexual urges. Mm -hmm. I'm honestly not surprised that that's happened. I'm sure it's happened more than that one time. Countless times, which is horrifying. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I guess, I guess continue. Also in 1983, the president of the 12 at the time, Ezra Taft Benson, stated that priesthood holders are virtuous and they don't masturbate. And this, I didn't include it in the in the rest of the list because it says it here, but they've said this multiple times. They're like, oh no, priesthood holders who are virtuous don't masturbate. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Doesn't the Bible say thou shalt not lie or something like that? Or you're going to thrust down know. to hell? Because um, you fucking lying, Ezra Taft Benson and everyone else that said that bullshit. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Next, 1984, in the Enzyme, the church magazine, there was an article published that referenced a 1965 research article that said such sexual activity, such as masturbation, homosexuality, etc., can be prompted and reinforced by pornography. A number of studies I have reviewed suggest that persistent deviant sexual fantasies frequently lead later to deviant behavior. I just so. have so much to say, but I'm going to save it for a rant at the end of the list because <laughs> good idea. Yeah, we could we could rant. For we days. could absolutely rant, but I want to talk about my own personal experiences. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff ties in, so okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna save it. Perfect. Like I said, the 1980s were a fun time. So in 1985, the church began providing a manual for parents to use in discussing sexuality with their children. The manual includes statements that, quote, prophets have condemned masturbation as a sin and perversion of the body's passions that causes one to become carnal. (laughs) So So that's hilarious. I mean, the concept of... Having parents talk to their children about sexuality, love that. Love it. The church dictating how you what approach you say, that and don't how, love yeah, it. what you say, how you approach it. That they're basically, essentially, what that just said is you're a piece of shit if you touch yourself. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it said. Read yeah. between the fucking lines, right? Yeah. Become carnal. <laughs> Yikes! How old are these kids that they're talking to? Exactly. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Also in 19, or 1985, the edition of the Relief Society Courses of Study book stated that fathers should, quote, caution their young sons about how masturbation detracts from the spiritual growth and that parents should teach their children that the Lord has clearly told us to refrain from masturbation. Where? So masturbation detracts from spiritual growth. I want to know where God said 
Yep. And thou shalt not masturbate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that should be the title. <laughs> and thou yes, shalt not, not masturbate. masturbate. That's amazing. That's a good one. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. In 1985, <laughs> there's a lot in 1985, folks. The Enzyme published an article stating that music producers have gradually added more sexual perversions to their music, including, quote, homosexuality, transvestism, sodomy, mm. masturbation, mm-hmm. sadomasochism, Check. rape, Check. prostitution, yep. venereal disease, Clearly. child abuse, and incest. Cool. Great. Yeah. That sounds accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in 1986, um, a church 70 named Theodore Burton stated in an address to the BYU student body that pornography leads to masturbation and is an evil that takes a considerable amount of time to repent of. <laughs> so don't do it because it's going to take a long time to repent. Mm, sound, I mean, they have been so clear about don't touch yourself, but apparently if you do, even once it'll take you forever to get past. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. 1987, once again, Theodore Burton stated in a BYU-wide address that marriage infidelity can often start with personal indulgences based on selfishness, such as viewing pornography, which leads to self-abuse, homosexuality, fornication, adultery, child and spouse abuse, incest, rape, and cruelty. Jesus. I know. Marriage infidelity starts with selfishness, basically. I mean... And those things are all labeled as selfish. <laughs> I... <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> that is just such a specific list, and some of those are not like the others. Yeah. So that's a little strange to me. <sighs> Agreed. <laughs> all right, and then 1988... Um, In the Church Guide Handbook for Families, a BYU professor advised parents to teach that self-abuse will result in loss of self-esteem and feelings of self-doubt. Okay. Next, (laughs) 1982, in a guide for the bishops, the church called masturbation a deviant behavior linked to homosexuality Mm -hmm. and stated that it makes it more difficult to see same-sex sexual behavior and regular masturbation is an addiction that is difficult to quit. Mm-hmm. Some of these I just have no words for, so. I really, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the end, honestly, <laughs> of, of this list because yeah. it's just horrible. Yep. And then 1997, that's when I was born. <laughs> Birth year. Okay. Um, in the church published family home evening resource book fathers were instructed to caution their male children against self-stimulation and that the 1976 pamphlet to young men only which we mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. could help i haven't looked at that but i'm honestly kind of scared to i don't really want to terrifying yeah i think this gives you everything you need to know yeah (laughs) i would i would have to agree absolutely In 2000, Brad Wilcox (laughs) released a book called Growing Up, Gospel Answers About Maturation and Sex, which was sold by the church's book company in which he stated that masturbation causes serious emotional and spiritual consequences. And in fact, we we are going to do an episode dedicated to this book Mm -hmm. because it is a fucking mess. It's... It's a gold mine. It is a gold mine of just <laughs> insane bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we and love we'll, Brad we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about Brad Wilcox because that guy is weird. Yeah, his whole obsession with teaching people about sex when he has no credentials is fucking disturbing. Yeah. 
Anyway. Anyway. Okay, 2004. LDS Family Services releases a practitioner's guide, Addiction to Masturbation and Pornography, which helped LDS therapists help clients stop masturbating. I have feelings about religious therapists. Anyway. (laughs) You can delve into it if you want. I just don't think that religion should be a part of mental health. It shouldn't. Treatment. (laughs) That's all. And and again, you and I both... You know, you're studying to be a social worker. I work in a treatment center. Mm -hmm. You have to sign a code of ethics. And one of them is to not allow your personal biases, Mm -hmm. no matter what they are. And that includes religious Mm -hmm. biases into your treatment of your clients. Yeah. I guess unless you work for the church. Yeah. Like LDS family services. Fine. (laughs) Yeah. Like. But still. It shouldn't. You shouldn't have a license. And. Yeah. If you're a therapist and you're LDS cool but you gotta separate the the two you really do like (laughs) i said my therapist barbara she is lds she's a perfect angel um (laughs) we are very different people but she's never like we've bonded over things that we've had problems with but she's never looked down on me or like tried to convince me to go back to church she's like i totally get where you're coming from i understand why this isn't something that fits in your with your life and mm-hmm. your lifestyle and what you want and yeah. what makes you happy. Exactly. That's how you be a fucking therapist who can have your own beliefs but also help your client figure out what's best for them Yeah. without your influence because of, again, your personal biases. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Mm-hmm. 2010. <laughs> the Church Handbook for Leaders states that the three bishopric members should ensure that youth in their congregations, ages 12 to 17, are interviewed twice a year, and that during those one-on-one interviews, they are to discuss the, quote, importance of obeying the commandments, particularly refraining from any kind of sexual activity and refraining from viewing, reading, or listening to pornographic (laughs) material. Additionally, (laughs) leaders are told to ensure that the discussion does not encourage curiosity or experimentation. It also states that disciplinary counsel should not be called for people who are struggling with uh, pornography or self-abuse. So that's good. Yeah, because there's, there's nothing to discipline people exactly. about. But also, I was a junior in high school when that happened. Mm-hmm. And I distinctly remember having <laughs> many interviews with my bishop. I never admitted to this because I knew that it was not... <laughs> it wasn't talked about. I was a girl mm-hmm. who... I'm just going to state it for the record because I have no shame about it now, but I had so much shame about it then. I started viewing pornography as early as nine years old. I've watched (laughs) it my entire life and I started masturbating at a very young age as well. Every time a bishop or whoever, whomever it was asked me that question, have you been like, you know, staying away from pornography and masturbation? I was like, yep. (laughs) I had no issues lying about it because I was like, to me, they never talked about, you know, as far as I was aware when I was a child, if they ever talked about pornography or masturbation, it was towards the young men. Yeah. Never the young women. And I thought it must be so bad that they can't even talk about it. So I never wanted to admit it. And it fucked with me (laughs) forever. (laughs) 
Yeah. And so I distinctly remember those. But honestly, lie your way through it because (laughs) this bullshit is from men, from the natural man, Mm -hmm. not God. (laughs) If you believe in God, I'm sorry. God doesn't fucking care. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. It's true. You're a good person? Cool. Go jerk off in the bathroom every once in a while. Who cares? No one cares. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I do think it's interesting how a lot of these are like the young men. We have to make sure they're not masturbating. But there's not really anything on this list about females. But also, it's it's funny that pretty much this entire list is pointed towards young men or the men in the church. Mm -hmm. But they also said (laughs) priesthood holders are virtuous. They don't and masturbate. And they don't masturbate. But yeah. all of this is toward them. Mm-hmm. Make it make sense, church. Interesting. We're almost there. Kind of. Cool. Almost. In 2015, there were two anonymous accounts that the church published. And one was by a married woman navigating what she termed her husband's addiction to pornography and masturbation and the relapses that he had. And the other was of a man who stated that he had become addicted to masturbating at age 12 and as a married man became paralyzed from the neck down and was still addicted so he sought the help of the lds addiction recovery program and then said that he had been sober from masturbating for one year Hmm. i just thought these like these like real life accounts were interesting you know that is interesting yeah and we will do yet again another episode talking (laughs) about the church's Addiction. addiction recovery services Again, bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) So 2017, there's a few Mm -hmm. from 2017. I believe it. Um, In the Enzyme, there was an article where an LDS Family Services employee said that survivors of sexual abuse may become promiscuous to seek nurturing through sexual activity, including pornography and (laughs) self-stimulation. So that one's not great. Cool. 2017. Five years ago, yeah. if what you've if been we... sexually assaulted or abused in any way, you're going to become a whore after and touch yourself. Yeah, that's what that's... the church essentially just said. Yeah. Or that that's possible. Mm-hmm. Which is horrible. Mm-hmm. And also, aren't we all whores in our own exactly. way? Exactly. It doesn't have to be sexual. You can be a whore in other ways. Yeah. I always like the term whoremonger. <laughs> <laughs> but like in a positive way. <laughs> Yeah, no, I always, I don't, I don't think I've said it in a while, but I'm always like, ah, oh, man, I'm a slut for Cheetos. Yeah, you know, because you can be a slut, a whore, whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't have to be a negative thing. Yeah, but it is the church. Sex work is work. Sex work is fucking work. And honestly, thank you to our sex workers. <laughs> as a shout out, as a as a porn watcher <laughs> for a long time. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Sorry. But also But also I don't really know where we're going with this, but I don't also either. sex trafficking isn't great. Okay. Yeah, sex traffic listen. <laughs> there's two sides to every coin, right? Yeah. But consensual sex work is work. Yes. If it's not consensual, then it's not really sex work, right? It's abuse. Abuse. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> 2017, again, one, okay, this was at a Sunstone presentation. One married LDS man 
said that after his bishop recommended that he go to the addiction recovery services to stop his occasional masturbation, Mm -hmm. he became hopeless as the program wasn't helping and he decided he needed to castrate himself in order to end all sexual feelings and alleviate his guilt. Though lack of money for a trip to a foreign doctor prevented his plans until he changed his mind. 2017? I was in 2017. Oh my god. So uh, Occasional? Yeah, it was occasional masturbation, according to this source. Hmm. That's not necessary. No, it's <laughs> not. Just jerk off. Yeah. Just masturbate. God damn. I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, in 2017, again, <laughs> Yikes, okay. um, another Ensign article, a BYU professor taught that adolescents can use masturbation to replace or mask distressing emotions and that this risks psycho- psychological dependency on the behavior to manage life's stresses. <laughs> so dependency. Hmm. Okay. Great. Anyway, whatever. And yet again, we're going to do a separate episode about what addiction actually means. Yeah. It's because not it's not this. <laughs> this like it's not occasional, occasionally masturbating. Mm-hmm. That's not you an addiction. You don't need to castrate yourself. You don't. <laughs> I need to drink more <laughs> with this topic. Mm-hmm. Okay, 2017. <laughs> a church spokesperson released a statement on bishops' interviews in response to the petition, which says that bishops are counseled not to be unnecessarily probing or invasive in their questions. Good. Yeah. So that's good. But 2017. 2017. How we've long, talked about how long has this been happening? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about. How many years? Mm -hmm. 150? Yeah. And how many years have minors been asked these questions Mm -hmm. behind closed doors with an older man? Alone with an older man? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fine. Okay, 2018, we finally moved on to the next year. The BBC stated in an article that in the LDS Church, pornography and masturbation are banned, and quoted two Mormons who said they were taught masturbation was, quote, satanic and just below murder. Mm-hmm. I heard that all the time, that <laughs> masturbation and, like, watching pornography was just below murder. Is it? Cool. Is it? Because I, I no. can think of a hell of a lot of other things that are just below murder. And it's not touching yourself. And touching yourself is not even any, it's not even on the fucking list. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, here's some other first-hand accounts from 2018. It was published by KUTV, and they described their experience as a 13-year-old of confessing masturbation to their bishop, and then the bishop had them confess to their father and mother, and then the bishop gave, oh, a different bishop, gave them the paper Steps in Overcoming Masturbation by Mark E. Peterson, which recommended aversive techniques such as imagining bathing in and eating worms while masturbating in order to stop. What? Uh, yep. And that the, doesn't even make a fucking lick of sense. Yeah, I know. And then obviously this contributed to their poor mental health hmm. in hmm. 2018. So cool. Mm-hmm. So and four then, years ago. Cool. Yeah, cool. Anyway, so then another first-hand experience, also published by KUTV, where a woman stated that during her teens, three separate bishops had asked her sexually explicit questions 
during one-on-one interviews, including about masturbation. And these contributed to her repulsion and shame for her body. Mm-hmm. Of so, course it did. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2020, the new journal handbook for leaders stated that masturbation is not grounds for holding a church membership council. However, a church membership council may be appropriate when there has been intensive or compulsive use of pornography that has caused significant harm to a member's marriage or family. I think it really depends (laughs) on what your classification of damage to the family and your marriage Mm -hmm. is by way of masturbation or pornography use. Mm -hmm. But knowing the church, it's any, any of it will damage your marriage. Yeah. But that's... Not real. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Continue, I guess. Okay. This is the last one. Okay. From 2020. So the August 2020 ensign teaches that masturbation is contrary to God's command. It says that parents should teach children God's commandment that sexual behavior occur within a marriage relationship while also not reacting with disgust or anger when children engage in self-touching or youth admit to masturbating. So I like that they are encouraging them not to shame them yeah i mean that's progress i guess but it that was 2020 yeah 2020 we've come a long way we started in 1871 mm-hmm. and 2020 was the last thing on this list yeah so. wow yeah cool on the flip side i'm getting this from webmd so if you trust webmd to diagnose <laughs> your sniffles i think you can trust it to talk about masturbation and The viewpoint of the medical industry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so this was medically reviewed by a doctor in 2020. So good to see how the world feels in 2020. Mm -hmm. Who masturbates? Just about everybody. Hmm. (laughs) Masturbation is a very common behavior, even among people who have a sex partner. In one national study, 95% of males and 89% of females. Again, this is not including people who lie outside the gender binary. And this is just what the report says. But obviously, everyone's going to masturbate. It's normal. (laughs) It's absolutely normal. Masturbation is often the first sexual act experienced by most people. In young children, masturbation is a normal part of the growing child's exploration of their body. Most people continue to masturbate in adulthood and many do so throughout their lives. Everyone does it. Great. Why do people masturbate? Great question, WebMD. (laughs) In addition to feeling good, masturbation is a good way of relieving the sexual tension that can build up over time, especially for people without partners or whose partners are not willing or available for sex. Masturbation also is a safe safe sexual alternative for people who wish to avoid pregnancy and the dangers of sexually transmitted diseases. When sexual dysfunction is present in an adult, masturbation may be prescribed by a sex therapist to allow a person to experience an orgasm, often in women, or to delay its arrival, often in men. So it can literally be prescribed to you mm-hmm. if you ha- if you struggle if there's dysfunction if there's any kind of dysfunction whether with you or your partner and you end up going to see a sex therapist there's a good chance they'll be like well do you masturbate and they'll ask you questions but not in, like a bishop <laughs> like they're not going to shame you mm-hmm. and say okay well you shouldn't do that they're going to encourage you to do it because it's fucking normal it is <sighs> and um, <laughs> speaking of, the next section says, is masturbation normal? <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Let's see. Mm, what does it say? Mm-hmm. What could it possibly say? While it once was regarded as a perversion and a sign of a mental problem, masturbation now was regarded as a no- normal, healthy sexual activity 
that is pleasant, fulfilling, acceptable, and safe. It's a good way to experience sexual pleasure and can be done throughout life. Masturbation is only considered a problem when it inhibits sexual activity with a partner, is done in public, or causes significant distress to the person. It may cause distress if it is done compulsively or interferes with daily life and activities. So that's the only... Let's talk about, really quick, just like a quick statement about what addiction actually is. (laughs) Addiction is when... You do an activity or whatever to the point where it interferes with your ability to live your life. Yep. It's love and work. <laughs> yeah. If it, it, if it impedes your ability to hold down a job, to get up, to go to work, to find a partner, to have fulfilling relationships with family or friends, that's an addiction. That's addiction, folks. If you masturbate one to three times a week for like, what, 25 minutes each? cool you can live your life the other um, uh, the, the other, rest of the time yeah that's so much time that you can dedicate towards other things but if you have if you have the desire to masturbate and you don't do it every second of your life becomes about that mm-hmm. so it's and <laughs> the more you tell someone don't think about this thing don't they're do this think thing. About it. That's all they're, they're going to think about. Do it. Yeah. If I'm like, hey, don't think about an elephant. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you think of? An elephant. A fucking elephant. Right? So it doesn't, it just, the, logically, it doesn't make sense. Medically, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. and I just can't. <laughs> yeah, me either. And it just, it contributes to the struggles that women have in mm-hmm. the church with their bodies. Mm-hmm. It contributes to the mental health of young men who are shamed and women who are shamed. It's just not great. No, it's not. And we have, we have to remove the stigma folks. Normalize it. We do. I guarantee you pretty much every single person you've ever talked to that is of age, hopefully (laughs) has masturbated at least once, whether in a, in a relationship, a marriage or outside of Mm -hmm. it's, completely normal it is it it (laughs) (laughs) but honestly the years that i spent in a deep shame spiral about occasionally masturbating or looking at pornography Mm -hmm. for one i heard that bullshit of well if you view normal like just like you know man on woman pornography it's just gonna keep it's gonna spiral into homosexuality it's gonna spiral into like bestiality like stuff like that like if you like eventually it won't be enough that's what i always heard yeah growing up Mm -hmm. if you masturbate once then it's just a slippery slope and you're just gonna keep falling and you're gonna be gay yeah oh no the irony <laughs> I'm gonna talk a lot about my sexual history and my <laughs> journey with my own sexual power. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's fucking empowerment it to is. understand who you are sexually. Mm-hmm. And it, t- I'm 29, and only in the last couple of years have I felt like I've really figured that out. And that's much earlier than yeah. a lot of other people. But the irony is that I started watching gay men porn. (laughs) Like, I 
was so repulsed at the thought of watching a woman engage in a sexual act because spoiler alert, I'm fucking gay that I just, yeah, I just, (laughs) right. Mm, Shocking. I just looked at two men having sex with each other and I was like, cool, we're good. I'm definitely not gay. <laughs> like, it's, it wasn't even a conscious thought. Mm-hmm. But looking back, that makes so much sense why I was so, like, if there was a woman in you the video, like, oh, I was like, nope. Can't skip. watch that one. Nope. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, uncomfortable because sex was never about women. And I'm not even supposed to be looking at it anyway, yeah. quote, unquote. Looking, you know, I'm not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I did it so much more growing up than if I had just been allowed to experience and explore my body. In a healthy way. In a healthy way, in its own time. Mm -hmm. But because of how I was raised in the church and the messages that are given day after day, Mm -hmm. year after year, as we've just seen. Yeah. Yeah. I masturbated all the time it's all I thought about and there was one thing you said too where it said think of or like sing a gospel song or whatever to distract your mind I literally used to do that Mm -hmm. I used to think (laughs) oh this is so funny I don't think I've ever said this out loud to someone when I was trying to be a good Mormon and not touch myself and whatever but I was feeling you know feeling spicy feeling particularly randy that day (laughs) Um, sorry, yikes, but also true. I would dead ass, not even fucking joking, I would think of a stage with a curtain and Jesus would come out from behind the curtain on roller skates. Wow. To because I thought if it's what an if it's actually insane, then I'll forget that I want to touch myself. It didn't work. Yeah, of course it didn't, because you were a normal developing teen mm-hmm. yep also jesus on roller skates that's amazing a fucking vibe honestly <laughs> yeah it made me laugh but guess what i still masturbate <laughs> yes so, checks out yeah it was it's and then just crazy it's, just, it's a vicious cycle because they're like mm, don't masturbate so then you're like oh my god i can't masturbate i can't masturbate but then you think about it all the time mm-hmm. so then you do and then you're like oh, i hate myself i have to go repent but then it's just it happens again mm-hmm and it's not great. Yeah. I keep saying that. I just don't know how to like articulate <laughs> how angry it makes me. Because this would have, if I knew all these things, it would have just saved me a lot of trouble. Oh, yeah. No, uh, so much emotional distress that I put myself through. Yeah. So many dangerous situations that I put myself in as a minor because... Yeah. It was almost like, I'm not supposed to masturbate, so I might as well just double down on (laughs) sinning. Um, That's been a theme in my life. Yeah. (laughs) But I might as well just, like, go for it. And Mm -hmm. so I put myself in so many dangerous situations as a child. Yeah. Instead of just having a normal, like, healthy conversation Mm -hmm. about what sex is, that it's okay to masturbate, that it's normal. Mm -hmm. And the only time it's a problem is if it impedes my ability to live my life. Yeah. So my life would have, yes, my (laughs) life would have been so different. Yeah. Same. And I mean, yes, on one hand, I would rather have not experienced that. But on the other hand, here we are. Here we are. Talking about our own personal experiences and trying to destigmatize, talking about your experience with masturbation, with sex in general, Mm -hmm. with all of these things, because it's just so important to be talked about. It is. It really is. (laughs) Should we see what religious views, like what general religious views are on masturbation? 
Sure. So big surprise. A lot of these will vary, obviously. There's like there's a bunch of different Christian denominations that have different views on masturbation. So like Roman Catholic, the more Orthodox churches, like the Eastern or Oriental Orthodox and some Protestant Christians consider masturbation to be a sin. And on the flip side, many Protestant churches in Northern and Western Europe and some Protestant churches in Northern America and in Australia and New Zealand see masturbation as not a sin. A 2016 Psychology Today article stated that the more religious people are, the more likely they are to restrict their sexual fantasies, have fewer sex sex partners, use less pornography, and express stronger disapproval of the use of sex toys. Shocking, Mm -hmm. since that's what we grew up around. Yep. It kind of goes into a little bit of like what the Bible says about masturbation. Oh. Um, So this is, there's a Bible story in Genesis of um, a person named Onan, O-N-A-N. So this story in Genesis 38 is is traditionally linked to referring to masturbation and condemnation thereof. But, fun fact, the sexual act (laughs) described by the story is coitus interruptus, not masturbation. There's no explicit claim in the Bible that masturbation is sinful. Mm -hmm. So yeah, show me where God said it's not okay. Yeah. Where did God say thou shalt not masturbate? (laughs) Where is it? Yeah. Okay, so they have some people who did, like, biblical deep dives in here. There's one that says um, the person is named T.J. Ray. And T.J. explains what the Bible actually states and does not state about masturbation. Says, quote, lol. (laughs) Returning to the Levitical list of sexual taboos, curiously missing from this list is any mention of masturbation. Curious. (laughs) Curious. <laughs> so there's actually no, like, you it can... It doesn't state it explicitly. Yeah, you can interpret things however you want, sure. Of course. Right? Of course, but they actually do not say in the Bible, thou shalt not masturbate. <laughs> but it's like, not in the commandments. <laughs> yeah. Does masturbation have positive or negative effects on the brain? Let's see. Let's see. This is on healthline.com. Masturbating releases hormones. Okay, so when you masturbate, uh, this causes your body to release a number of hormones, which includes dopamine, which is one of the happiness hormones, endorphins, so the body's natural pain reliever, and these can also have a de-stressing and mood-boosting effect, oxytocin, which is often called the love hormone and is associated with social bonding, testosterone, this hormone is released during sex to improve stamina and arousal. It's also released when you have sexual fantasies, according to a 2011 study. And prolactin, a hormone that plays an important role in lactation. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it also influences your mood and immune system. Hmm. So just chemically in your body. Positive (laughs) benefits. Yeah, so masturbating can cause you to release healthy amounts of those hormones, which is why it can positively affect your mood and physical health. Interesting. So actual doctors have studied masturbation and have said... These are the things that happen in your body when you do it. Yeah. Also, I don't know about any of you guys, but... (laughs) And I don't know if this is backed up by science, but Mm -hmm. I have heard from one other person that it can help you go to sleep. Oh, it absolutely can. (laughs) No, for sure. Let's see. I think it's going to talk... Yeah, I think it's going to talk about that. It does mention that? Okay. Let's see. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. So... Like we said, the happiness hormones, dopamine, the endorphins, oxytocin, those being released during masturbation can help you feel a little better when you're feeling depressed. 
I know it's helped me before. <laughs> it can help alleviate stress and anxiety. Cool. So um, again, oxytocin, it's one of it's the love hormone and it's associated with social bonding, but it's also associated with de-stressing and relaxation. And in a 2005 study, it points out that oxytocin plays an important role in regulating stress and reducing anxiety. Hell yeah. I'm an anxious bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it actually helps reduce your blood pressure and lower your cortisol levels, which cortisol that's, is a hormone associated with stress. Yeah, that's the stress hormone. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking, <laughs> it deadass says, so if you're hoping to relieve some tension after a tough day at work, masturbating might be a good relaxation technique. Hell yeah, <laughs> healthline.com. And it can help you fall asleep. Boom. Boom. There it is. Like I said, <laughs> folks. Whoop. There it is. <laughs> Anecdotally, many people use masturbation to fall asleep, and it's no wonder. Again, oxytocin and endorphins are associated with relaxation, so it makes sense that masturbation can help you sleep, especially if stress and anxiety are keeping you from getting some shut eye. Boom. My, mic drop. <laughs> mic drop, honestly. Email to the church. The church. Spencer W. Kimball. <laughs> in, in, in the hev- grave. In, I was going to say in heaven, but no. Hell. I don't know. He's, what even? What's, what's the heaven and hell? Uh, uh, I don't what know. do we believe in? Are we worm food or are we spirits or are, are we nothing? I don't know. Anyway, that's maybe a topic we don't for another have time. to know. Hell anyway, yeah, it is hell a topic yeah. for a different day. Yeah. Two more things. It can also have an effect on your self-esteem. So for some, masturbating can be a good way of practicing self-love, getting to know your body, and spending quality time on your own. Which is really funny because the church was like, Mm-mm, mm-hmm. "It's going to make you feel shitty about yourself." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you're learning to enjoy your own body and figuring out what feels pleasurable for you, that can help you in your sex, in your sex life with your partner. Yeah. How are you supposed to, you know, have like a good sexual relationship if you don't even know what you like or want? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So just saying, (laughs) honestly, though, and it, all of these things can help improve your sex life. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the feelings that you're getting and many, many sex therapists suggest masturbating regularly, whether you're single or in a relationship. It also says in addition to the physical benefits derived from masturbation, a boost to self-esteem coupled with relaxation can be great for your sex life. As for your libido, there's some evidence that masturbating can help you maintain a healthy sex drive. Hmm. Hmm, Interesting. (laughs) That is interesting because I know so many Mm -hmm. Mormon couples, mm-hmm. specifically young ones, mm-hmm. yeah. who have, they don't have a sex life, basically. Yeah. Because it's like so just looked down on, and then all of a sudden they get married at 19, and they're like, oh my God. Yep. What? <laughs> They've never touched themselves before. They mm-hmm. don't even understand what sex is, really, in general. I know not everyone is, is this way. Yeah. But, but no. It's, it's a problem. It is a problem. And... Isn't the whole point of the church to procreate, honestly, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Like to make an, like, an eternal family. So you have yes. to have sex to have kids mm-hmm. in, that, in that biological way. Obviously, you can absolutely have kids, not in this way. Yes. But from the church's standpoint, right? Yeah. A man and a woman get married. They, must, they have to like, replenish, and or replenish the, the earth. earth. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So how can you do that if you're not having sex? Mm -hmm. And how can you have sex if your libido is really low? Because you're not touching yourself, Mm -hmm. whether you or your partner, you're not stimulating those, those parts of your body. Yes. And also let me say that sex should be enjoyable, Mm -hmm. whether you're trying to have kids or not. Yeah. 
So it's not just, boom, the act is done and the woman doesn't get to experience any pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's not all about you guys. Well, what's a healthy level of masturbation? According to the International Society for Sexual Medicine, there is no normal frequency for masturbation. Some people might masturbate daily, weekly, or monthly. Others may choose not to masturbate at all. As long as it doesn't negatively affect your relationships or interfere with other activities like school or work, masturbating as frequently or as infrequently as you'd like is safe and healthy. Yeah. So again, do what makes you happy. It's your personal choice. If you want to do it, cool. If you don't want to do it, also cool. cool. But my issue comes from when old white men are Mm -hmm. telling me what to do with my body. Yep. That's my issue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's our issue with our entire our entire premise of this podcast really stems from old white men telling us what to do with our bodies. Yeah. And because no. Mhm. So do what you want. Do what you want. Don't listen to other people. Yeah, do what makes do you your happy. Do your own research. Talk to medical professionals, exactly. not your bishop or Brad Wilcox or fucking Brad Wilcox about sexual questions. Ask a medical professional. Mhm. Exactly. That's all we're that's all we're saying. Well, that's the that on <laughs> masturbation. That's, it. that's all we got. Our closing manifestation for <laughs> this episode of FHE <laughs> is touch yourself if you want to. <laughs> Don't touch other people without their consent. Yes, consent. But touch yourself. <laughs> touch yourself if you want to. Make yourself feel good. If you're anxious, masturbate. If you can't sleep, masturbate. <laughs> but also don't condemn other people if they choose to and you choose not to. That's yeah. none of your business. It's really not. Because so, it is normal. It is absolutely normal. And don't let white men, men in general, people in power, don't let them tell you what you can and can't do with your body. Because it's your body. And if it feels good and you're able to still live your life then it's cool. Good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, thanks for joining us <laughs> on this episode of the Fruity Horny Exmos podcast. Yes. We hope that the rest of your week is just as fruity and horny <laughs> as this episode. <laughs> this one was especially a little bit more horny. Yeah, more horny today. But, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. And uh hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I hope you enjoy that. I hope you enjoy Whatever. your body, your, yeah. your time with yourself. <laughs> Become one with yourself, I <laughs> you guess. Know, take a bath, light a light candle. Light some candles. You do you. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us again for this episode, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. We outie. We out. <laughs>